Greetings, everyone. Welcome to today's podcast for Limitless Love. May the Lord bless you and keep you, make His face to shine upon you, be gracious unto you, lift up His comments and give you peace. To those of you who don't have a sweetheart, you can call your own. Well, the Lord loves you. Your dad, Father in heaven, holds you. We love you. We cradle you. We pray for you. We bless you. You're in the family of God. Say, thank you, God. Jesus is my everything. Jesus is my everything. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. It's nice to be a family. Let's pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Let's go ahead and read Proverbs chapter 3, verse 5 and 8 in the Amplified Bible. It says, Trust in and rely confidently on the Lord with all your heart. And do not rely on your own insight or understanding. Got it? In all your ways, know and acknowledge and recognize Him. And He will make your path straight and smooth, removing obstacles that block your way. Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord with reverence and awe, obedience, and turn entirely away from evil. It will be held to your body, your moral, your nerves, your sinews, your muscles, all your inner parts and refreshment, physically well-being to your bones. Amen. Limitless Love by Gloria Copeland and Kenny Copeland. This one's by Gloria. It says, Strong in the spirit and steady on your feet. The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord, and he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be utterly cast down. For the Lord upholded him with his hand. Psalm 37, 23, and 24. The scripture assures us that if we continue to develop the fruit of the Spirit in our lives, we'll finish our spiritual race without a fatal fall. It does not promise, however, that we won't ever stumble. On the contrary, James 3, 2 states plainly that on the way of spiritual maturity, we all stumble in many ways. New International Version. Although we certainly don't want to stumble and act in ways that are unloving or unkind, we all do it on occasion. If we handle the spiritual spills wisely, however, they won't stop our progress. In fact, they won't even seriously slow us down. God knew we were coming and He figured them in the plan of redemption. He included our every failure and every sin, past, present, and future. In Jesus' sacrifice on Calvary, then on his word, he promised that if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. 1 John 1, 9. Yes, you might say, that gets rid of my sin, but what do I do about my failure? What did you you do when you failed in school? They didn't kick you out of school and say, Well, that's all for you. You can't go any further. 
No, they simply let you take the course again. That's what you do when you stumble and, and fail in the school of the Spirit. You turn to God and find out what to do in order to get that failure straightened out. Then you simply get up and go at it again. As believers, we are in the school of the Spirit, you know. We're learning day by day to walk not after the flesh, but according to the new nature within us. In this wonderful school, the Father is our principal, and He so good that no matter how many times we fail, of course, He'll keep letting us take it over again. What's more, the Holy Spirit is our teacher, and we know that with His help, we'll eventually succeed. Best of all, Jesus has already passed our test for us and given us His grade. That means the pressure is off. We don't have to prove ourselves or earn our right standing with God because Jesus lives or lived his life perfectly and gave us his report card. And we already have straight A's. What we must do now is learn to grow and go on with God. As we do, we'll stumble less and less. We become stronger in the spirit, steadier on our feet, and well able to finish our race with joy. Isn't that amazing? We have to look at ourselves like it's fixed. You know, a lot of times I go with this doctor to the seminar and listen to other doctors about water, uh, worms and purifications and so forth. And we had a seminar this past weekend. I hung around with them. Very interesting topics in the Expo of Los Angeles. But the fact is that we continue to move forward. This doctor, I can hear him on his phone with his staff and they're dispensing medicine while he's in the seminar and yelling and screaming and yet so visible and leaning towards God and towards Jesus as reminds me of King David in the Bible. You know, just the same attitude, you know. Slamming situations into the wall. Why is this happening? Why is not that happening? And then he said, well, like, thank you, God. I praise you. And he'll do something like five hours of consecutive psalm reading and praising God on Sundays. The doctor does. For the ultimate uh, coverage of grace. That's what we get, folks. In a nutshell, there's a scripture, Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge Him. There is an answer for every hiccup, every problem, every wrongdoing. There is an de- answer. There is an de- answer for every conceivable thing you can think of. There is an answer. The answer is forgiveness. How many times? 470 times? 480 times? In one day? Have you used all your forgiveness in one day? How much air? You have to look at forgiveness like air, like water, like the sun, like the sky, like the atmosphere. And let us stop being mean to ourselves and judging ourselves. Let us praise and thank God. I believe the, the trips or the failures they're there so we can consciously 
praise and worship and ask God for forgiveness, for a cleansing, for more cleansing, for more leaning in the right direction. Thank you, God, I am leaning on the right direction. Thank you, God, I am overdoing it and leaning in the right direction. Sometimes some of us will go so far into repentance and and continually to lean that way that we don't enjoy our lives. You know, we that's fine. The Lord says, I love you, I forgive you. Get up and let's just try it again. Meanwhile, thank me for your failure so we can wash it out of your system because past regrets and habits are deep lodged in you. If you thank him for the failure, you'll go in and wash out the other ones because we're not playing God. We're not hiding it. We're not regretting it. We're not miserably over it. We are acting like we have a savior. We are acting like we have a, a loving God that forgives us and we can feel that water going through us. We can feel that redemption. Amen. And that was the 13th. Let's go ahead and move on to the 14th, please. Limitless love. Stay powerful and pure, it says. Look at this. It says, Proverbs 4.23. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. In other words, let us control nonsense coming out of my mouth. Let us control regret. Let us control going over the problem. Shoulda, woulda, coulda. Or I'll, I'll someday. I'll live in the island of Isle. Okay, Gloria Copeland goes on to say, I'll never forget the first time I caught sight of what happens when we're filled with the Spirit and His rivers are flowing powerfully in our lives. I was preparing to preach in the Philippines in the city of Manila, looking out my hotel window at a huge fountain that was shooting water high into the air. Suddenly it struck me that it would be impossible to put any trash obstacle in the mouth of the fountain as long as it was overflowing. No matter how hard you try to keep it there, the force of the water will keep pushing the the obstacle out. Then I thought about Proverbs 4.23 and realized the same thing is true of the recreated human spirit. As long as it's overflowing with the forces of love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control, of praise and thanksgiving, the devil won't be able to contaminate us with his ugly stuff like guilt and regret and resentment. The forces of spiritual life within us will push back the darkness he tries to put on us. They'll repel the evil, deceiving spirits that would try to lead us astray. How far back it will push them depends completely on us. We can feed our hearts with just enough of the Word and just enough fellowship with God to keep that fountain barely flowing, or we can devote ourselves so fully to Him that that fountain of our hearts shoots spiritual water sky high. You may not notice, I didn't mention what will happen if we neglect our time with God altogether. 
I don't even want to think about that. When we ignore the things of the Spirit, our inner fountain grows stagnant and still. We end up with trash and obstacles in our lives that we never wanted there. I know wonderful believers who found themselves in that very condition. They fell into sin, got into terrible trouble, and never really knew how it happened. But I know how it happened. They simply stopped tending to the spiritual fountains. They tried to live on yesterday's revelation instead of getting something fresh from the Lord for today. As a result, they ended up in the spiritual weakened condition and Satan moved in and took advantage of them. You don't ever have to let that happen to you. Just stay in daily fellowship with God Tend to your spiritual life by seeking the Lord first and foremost. Then the fountain of your heart will continue overflow with the forces of the Spirit, and your life will stay powerful and pure. Remember what Jesus said, But seek you first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Matthew 6.33 Amen.